You're listening to The Substance on the Yellow Card Podcasting Network. Substance is hosted by Stephen Brandt and former Sounders fan of the year at Duffy Alverson and brought to you in conjunction with Away Days Football, the makers of high-quality football-inspired clothing for the casual looking for something to wear to matches. Oh, Use code YELLOWCARD at checkout to get 15% off your entire order at awaydaysfootball.com. And now, here's the guys. trying to swallow a burp down so it doesn't come out on air because <laughs> I don't exactly have a mute button on mine so Duffy can burp and or do everything he wants and I can mute him I can't so <laughs> yeah thank god for that uh, yeah as you can see it's been one of those weeks where obviously I've already drank a 40 and it's Wednesday so <laughs> We're gonna see what Friday's gonna be like, and I just discovered I just discovered Kentucky bourbon. Oh, oh, very nice. Yep. There we go. Wood- there it is. Yeah, Woodbridge Reserve is uh, not to give a shameless plug, but uh, yeah. that whiskey's apparently pretty good. I'm not a big whiskey drinker, but my kid loves. That's it. He is a bourbon drinker, and that's his favorite. So, you know, it's nice. not bad. Uh, oh, I know. No, he, I think he had me try it. I use it, good, so. I use it as a good, as an, as a, a sleeping agent, because it's nice and relaxing. Yeah, so. no, yeah. Sipping whiskey is all right. Just uh, the days of me taking shots of anything are long past. Because yeah, oh, yeah. me too. Apparently, but <laughs> oh well. Yeah. And so. that, and that's good for everybody involved. The world's a better place if I'm not taking shots of whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll figure it out. Hopefully, the um, guy that runs the North American Ipswich Town Pot uh, Sports Club calls him because I got a masterful headache right now. But anyway, what <laughs> I'm going to do, and I'm going to call this early. I forgot to tell Duffy in the middle. I'm going to give him the first five minutes to rant because I got to use the bathroom right now. So ah. this one's wow. on Duffy for it. This one's on Duffy yeah, for great. a little bit. So I will be wow. right back, folks. Uh, well, now that I have nothing prepared. Uh, yeah, I'm switch going right down the table. Let's see, you know, MLS, uh, the Champions League kicks off next week, actually. So I don't know if uh, people are excited about the CONCACAF Champions League. I certainly am because uh, my team will be in Honduras playing uh, uh, Olympia, but not in Diego Sialpa, of, uh strangely enough. Their stadium was not up to standard for uh, CONCACAF, which if you if you take a minute and you listen to that statement, um, that says a lot because um, – you know, CONCACAF is definitely a league of have, or it's a confederation of haves and have-nots. And, uh, you know, some of the stadiums we played at in, like, Trinidad or wherever are pretty, you know, a lot of cricket grounds because, you know, in the West Indies, cricket's huge. So we tend to play a lot of cricket grounds. But if you uh, – but 
CONCACAF has deemed that San uh, Diego Cialpa, the stadium that Olympia plays at there, I don't know the name, so is not up to standard, so they moved to San Pedro Sula. So for uh, for anybody flying into Diego Cialpa, that's good because uh, that airport, I guess, is one of the most dangerous airports in the world to land in and take off just because of the way it's situated. So, so you don't have to do that harrowing uh, flight into Diego Cialpa, but you know, and it's about six hours, I think, from now. This is a uh, just what I've gleaned. I have no first-hand knowledge. I've never been to Honduras, so uh, it's a little ways from um, Diego Cialpa. So you, I don't know what kind of crowd you're going to get a pro, uh, an, or an, a pro Honduran crowd at any event, whether it's a uh, Olympias. I don't know if they are the first team of Honduras or not. You know, there's Motagua Marathon and Olympia, so uh, we'll see. But yeah, no, that game kicks off next Wednesday. You know, and, nice. You know, so yeah, no, I think it's Wednesday, yeah. the twentieth. So Tuesday no, or Wednesday. Actually, you know, so yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll so. be a help. Yeah, that's my birthday. So no, yeah. 15. So you finally yeah. get to turn twenty-one again. Yeah, twenty-one again. 21 again, or uh, another way to put it, 56. So, yeah, 56 going on 16. So, it's getting younger, not getting older. Yeah. But, yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited. So, you know, and then our the Sounders' first home game in the Champions League will be the 27th. So, you know, that could be yeah, a busy exactly. week. I talk, yeah. And you're you're fortunately you're you're up at that point where you're you can get creative with your birthday years. You're gonna get you're gonna get fifty seven, and people can get you bottle people can get you bottles of ketchup now. Yeah, there you go. I already uh, I already get senior discounts, and I remember to ask for them in a lot of places. So which is just still blows me away because uh, I don't feel like a senior. Uh, so. No. Well, but I don't our, know what that's supposed to feel like, but uh, well, but our definition like. of what a senior is is so misguided nowadays. Anyway, yeah, true. Uh, I'm not. A, I wasn't a coal miner in 19, you know, 12 West Virginia. So you know, my life expectancy was, you know, is probably greater than you know what happened then. Because I, I don't. I would imagine a, a coal miner at the turn of the century, uh, life expectancy was pretty short. You know, black lung, cave, cave in. So I don't have to deal with any of that. Just the odd burn from, uh, you know, splashing cream of wheat or oatmeal on myself, which is nature's napalm, by the way. Um, I get more burns at work, not not to just stirring the big vat of oatmeal, trying to get it, you know, to not stick at the bottom than I ever do on anything else. So, you know. And I'm I'm always in a hurry, so I'm constantly grabbing hot things without towels. Ah, it's it's close enough. Yeah, yeah, my fingers are pretty seasoned now, but yeah, I'm re- I'm ready. Uh, you see, at uh, Walker Zimmerman, as it you know, got traded to Nashville from LAFC. So, and well, and what's going to happen if and Nashville doesn't get their stadium deal done? Which is it's crazy because New York has been without a stadium since their whole run. They're playing in Yankee uh, team. And now I, I don't even know if that's going to work. You know, there we they're go. Playing their... I don't know what happened. I just, I looked over 
to check myself to see if I whoa, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Okay, am I all right, I'm on. I looked over to check myself because I was just going back and forth between things and it said end podcast. I'm like, no. No, that's not it. Let's not let's not do that. We're still on air, so let's go yeah. let's go and Let's go and do, let's go and do it. So, not that so, I haven't been accused of talking to myself before, but uh, oh, you know. as long as you don't lose, as long as you don't lose a bet to yourself, as long as you don't lose a fight to yourself, we're oh, good. No, so. I probably have, but uh, yeah. Argue. Yeah, so. We usually just table the argument. Me and myself say, "Ah, oh, we'll table that for another day because it's not yeah. working." Whatever we're trying to do. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I forgot since I've had such good coverage recently with Wi-Fi that I I've been screwing I've been pulling up things on my laptop instead of pulling them up on my phone. So mm-hmm. anyway, well, it looks like Chris isn't at least seeing his phone or anything. I know he's sitting outside somewhere in Kansas right now, and I mean I've clarified a couple times with him. Okay. But, oh, well, it, this happens once a year, so I, I'm used to it by now. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, it's – and the sad thing is um, Neil Blackman was supposed to be on yesterday, last week, and he um, didn't get out of work <laughs> until well after, and he didn't – it didn't dawn on him. And he sent me this long, profuse message, apologies. I'm like, Neil, don't worry about it. It's, yeah. I will have you on sometime during the year. And he's, oh, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, Neil, you're yeah. a lawyer. I'm like, Neil, you're a lawyer down in Florida. You have far more important things to do than talk soccer right now. Trust yeah. me on that. So, but yeah, anyway, well, Miami is, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that, no, that inter Miami thing is weird. And it's yeah, I didn't even hear about it until yesterday driving home on uh on Sirius on counter counterattack. Yeah. Or uh I I don't even know where the legal uh where uh Inter Milan would have any legal ground. I mean, they're not the first team that used Inter. There's more than one Internacional. So, uh I don't know. I, I mean, I get it that when people think of Inter Milan, they don't think of the full name. They just think Inter and Milan. Yeah. You know. Well, but. they're not even the first. They're not even the first Milan. They're not even the first Inter team in um in Italy either. There was an Inter Torino yeah. back in the 1800s. So I mean, this is just getting pigheaded. When yeah. are they going to um, go? When are they going to go after the one in Argentina? Or the other, the other inters, or FC Inter. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's it cracks me up. Um, it's just it just. I mean, I guess it's probably par for the course with just what's gone on with Miami through this whole thing because it's been it's been stop start. Uh, <laughs> and not even just Miami. This last round of two expansion teams, you know, with Nashville having their stadium issues. That was a done deal, and the new mayor's like, oh, I don't want to do it. You know, 
And I don't think uh, I think they're way too uh, too far in to pull. I mean, the the threat that the, the Nashville is using is that Major League Soccer could pull the franchise, and I suppose that's true. Uh, they could, but uh, why would they bought at this point? I mean, they've already been. Uh, they've, they're signed to players. They have people there. Yeah, maybe the tickets are lagging more than they thought. They're not selling as many as they thought, but you know doesn't mean that they won't have big crowds. It just means they won't have a big season ticket base. And I don't even know what the numbers are now. So the the odds of them getting pulled, I think, is uh, probably pretty unlikely. So, But, yeah, it's just it's – just, so that's been a bit of a start-stop. And Miami, you know, just the whole narrative of getting there with all the battles and the, you know, the – they had the deal for Beckham to buy a team for dirt cheap way back when, when franchises were dirt cheap. You know, I mm-hmm. think, uh, what did it cost for Salt Lake? It was like five, it was some crazy number. Not even, uh, well, it cost Sounders $30 million in 2009 to buy into the league. And now you look at the price that Charlotte, or yeah, Char- North Carolina Charlotte paid. It's insane. It's like $200 million. Uh, so. Uh, and then they had that clause with Beckham, and it was like five million. And of course, now we absolutely cannot sell them a team for five million dollars. Uh, I could just imagine other teams saying, "Well, what about us?" So, you know, uh, it's just been a mess. But, uh, but in other news, at least the uh, the uh, CBA uh, was done. You know, literally. Uh, I think in record time, I've never seen negotiations, you know, hey, you didn't hear anything about them. The only thing you really heard was when they asked for the week extension, which, you know, that's got to be a good sign, and it turned out it was. And they literally got the deal done in the six days of the seven that they extended the, you know, the old CBA. Uh, yeah. So it was done. You know, it was great for the players. I think that, you know, they, I think it was a win-win. I don't like the new DP uh, potential rule. I don't think it's been ratified that part yet, but where the league can kind of uh, pump the brakes on that third DP, you know, like how much you can pay. So you can't have three high price guys. You can have two high price guys and a young, basically the Atlanta model, so you can get that young guy that you can sell on. Yeah. Uh, you know, but not every team wants to do that. I mean, personally for me, I don't necessarily want to sign a young player just so we can sell him on in a few years. I want to sign a player that he can stay, you know. Uh, I don't want, you know, I don't want to just get him, get him playing and then sell him on unless they're your own guys, I, you know. But um, other than that, I think the deal is kind of a win-win for both parties, you know, both for the league and for the uh, players. And the players, so, you know, with the new uh, media rights deal, I think comes up in three years. Uh, it's in the middle of the negotiation of this CBA, where the television contracts are up, and well, media because streaming and all that. And who knows what's going to happen uh, with this next one, with the 2026 World Cup, and then the players can get a piece of that pie. So that's kind of that's nice. Uh, and the the GAM deal, where they can they don't have uh, the league will be less likely to put the kibosh on a signing because, you know, when the uh, Sounders tried to sign Stephen Fry to a TAM deal and they said no, uh, and Jobin Jones, and then they ended up selling him and then they brought him back literally for the deal they tried to sign him for before and then the league said no. But the fact that he went to Germany and came back, oh, yeah, it's okay then. 
so I don't know. It's still a little uh, Byzantine the uh, practice, but I do like the fact that the deal got done. So we don't have a threat of a strike. Yeah. Hanging overs, which is always good because that fills me with trepidation and anxiety, and I don't like to have anxiety. Um, you know, because I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to go now. You know. Yeah, ex- so. exactly. I mean, especially as someone that's made it more than obvious, I suffer from enough mental illnesses to to fill up the DCM five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven volumes of that. Um, but it, it, as we're going to say, until they actually do it, they need to get rid of all these damn roster restrictions and all of that. It's not like yeah. we. It's not like we live in a generation where you have owners that don't know what they're doing. I mean, look at look at where you are. Yeah. Look, look at Seattle. Could Seattle stand on its own? Probably. Oh, absolutely. You know, they uh, they. Um, I know. I think it was last. You know, they had. I mean, the thing is, the league had. I think three teams. <laughs> that actually turned a profit, you know, and I think uh, Sporting was one, Sporting KC. I don't know what – I mean, I read this. I can't remember of what year that thing was, but it was recent. You know, they talk as much as the league grows, you know, you still have a couple of problem franchises. But granted, a lot of the problem ones are the original, you know – and some of that's taken care of in itself, you know, D.C. United with the new stadium. Finally, I think the owners that uh, – you know, that's done so they can start trying to make some money and, and put money back into the team. You know, so in Chicago's been a been a horror show. And, uh, you know, I, I would think with this new owner that, yeah, maybe that'll take care of itself. But their first couple of steps with this horrible logo, uh, the badge rebrand, which I, I get tired of teams wanting to rebrand all the time, you know. You came up with a team, you you had a name, stick with the name. It's like a Liverpool decided to rebrand to uh, whatever whatever neighborhood their stadium might be, you know, since they share the city with Everton, you know, maybe they'll just be, you know, something else, Beatlemania FC, because we want to grab the fans because it's something new and hip. Uh, the, the fans in Liverpool would literally burn that city down. <laughs> they tried to do that. I mean, it would, well, did, so. do you realize that Liverpool actually spurned out of Everton? I did not know that, but yeah, know. Liverpool. I would have thought the other way around, but yeah, no. Originally, Everton and Liverpool were the same club for years, and there was a schism in God. The eighteen seventies. No, it would have to be. It's got to be about that because the first couple titles are in the 1800s for Liverpool. And then they don't yeah. really win anything until they steal the manager out of um, Sunderland. They steal Tom Watson out of there and they win a couple. And they, then they don't, win, they don't win crap until the 40s. So they taking the name Liverpool is kind of where they would go because that's 
all it really is for them because yeah. that's in a park. I've done I've done the Google Maps. Google Maps is probably the one of the most fun things to screw around with on the internet <laughs> when you have good yeah it is because you could just walk through neighborhoods mm. or like check out places where you used to live like. I just inherently, I just one day walked down the street that I grew up on, that I moved out of when 12, yeah. 13? Yeah. God, when did I leave? When did I leave there? But anyway, I and like you could do that with on um, the stadiums and the streets in like London. Oh my God, like I, tell me about it. Yeah, I took a walk around Colchester's um, job serve place just for the hell of it just and i i did um i did belfast one day wow there you yeah, go yeah i did belfast one day i was just like what the hell i'll go find Sh- i'll go find shake hill road and all of that because i i was talking to phil brown of beyond the pitch because i know he's actually from belfast and i was asking him where are the really good areas because he goes back every year and he right. was pointing out some of the stuff because I there's for us there's a real mid there's a real screwy point of view of it. He's like, oh, there's yeah, the places in Belfast. Trust me, he goes, there's just a lot of wrong in there. So yeah, that's that's what's fun. That's what's fun, and it's that's what I I like to do. That's what you would like to do, but you know. I'm not surprised with Nashville. I'm really not. And yeah. I have a feeling that we're going to be five, ten years from now, and that's going to be Austin. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, they just got a shirt sponsor. I just saw the – I haven't read the article, but I just saw it pop up on my uh, on my computer. But, um, uh, yeah, I Google mapped uh, – with all due respect to my friends at Bros Talking Soccer uh, – uh, Union Stadium and that neighborhood, I uh, would not be walking around that neighborhood. You know that. You. I'd be taking a, I'd be driving into that stadium. So, and I never like to park in the stadium if I can avoid it. So, but I'd make an exception in Chester. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Let's we'll see. Uh, the national thing's been kind of a mess. That's probably the only kind of black bad mark uh, but uh, they're making moves I mean the uh, the Walker Zimmerman deal is kind of huge I mean it's 600,000 yeah. in GAM this year and I think I'm just looking at the article now 350 next year and then another potential 150 based on if he had some performance bonuses and he was he was top notch last year so you know. yeah exactly. uh, we'll see but yeah, I'm, Austin's going to be interesting because uh, I think uh, at the end of the day, it's still Anthony Precourt, and I know as much as he likes to talk about how great he is and that he saved the crew. Uh, you saved the crew in the fact that you put him in jeopardy and you allowed them to get saved by somebody else. That's like saying I saved you from drowning by pushing you into the pool, you know, mm-hmm. and just having to have the lifeguard there to pull you out. Well, oh yeah, I saved uh, I saved him from drowning. Yeah, no, you almost started me drowning. But you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you would just go away and not mention, I'm, I'm sure you know 
my friends in Columbus would agree. If he just went about his business and never mentioned the crew again uh, and just talked about Austin, people, they would be fine. You know, they, they're not going to like him. I don't think any, I don't, you know, but I just think they, the more, the less they hear from that guy, the happier they are. And for me, the same, I, I, I'm not. I'm not convinced that he has any clue of what he's doing. Hey, he doesn't have deep pockets, apparently. You know, I mean, he does where, you know, maybe if, you know, the 96, you know, the beginning of the MLS where you, uh, you know, I mean, they had deep pockets. I mean, Phil Anschutz Phil owned half the league. So, uh, but you have some really heavy hitters now. They got tons of money. I mean, you have billionaires and, you know, and I don't know if he's quite at that level. So, um, and I don't think Matthew McConaughey has that much money compared to, uh, uh, you know, he has a he has a lot of money when it comes to you and me and maybe other people in Hollywood. But when you start going to uh, some of these guys that own these teams, this you know the super rich, you know, or the Gal or LAFC, which has only has like ninety owners. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and the Sounders now, we have a whole slew of owners. We have, you know, we still have the majority owner, but Joe Joe Ross uh, shares, I think they split that with like 12 different people. So, you know, it was a real, con- you know, and, uh, you know, when, uh, when Russell Wilson had bought in. So, you know. The, so yeah, that one, yeah, that one's not, that one's not too much of a surprise there. But, you know. If we if no. you wanted to ha- if you wanted to have, I think they're going to be like the Austin Tree or something. Why not? Yeah. Uh, it, all of this is bugging me. Is I, I mean, I don't want an I don't want a city to lose its franchise. No, I don't either. But you rushed Nashville when you've got in the area. You've got Louisville City sitting there with with its yeah. own field that is basically housing USL right now. Just bring yeah. them up because that completes that side right there. You don't need Nashville, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't like the state of Kentucky anyway, but that's sports-related yeah. sports for me, and I have, as we've established over the almost nine years I've been doing this, I have a lot of irrational hatreds in the sport, so I I I get it at this yeah. point. But Louisville should have been the one that went up. You should. I, don't I know get what, what kind of money they have. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it all comes down. Does it come down to the cities? It comes down to whoever has the money that they need. You know, because it's expensive to buy in. You know, it's a it's yeah. You know. It's like trying. It's expensive to buy in if you have that a lot of money and you don't want to buy into an NFL because a, I don't think the NFL is going to expand anymore. Uh, And that's insane. That's an insane amount of money. Uh, You know, so, but, and this is that's not unusual. How I mean, uh, the uh, you know the Mariners Stadium took forever to get off the ground and failed, you know, when they had a, a, a put the vote to the people, it failed. And then they, uh, uh, the, you know, the late, the legislature just started the, the, you know, Slade Gordon 
the U.S. senator was one of the guys that got behind and made it happen. Well, no, he was when when they saved the team from going to because the team was in Tampa or when uh, the Indianapolis uh, Smolian bought it, they were gone. And uh, that's when we got Nintendo to buy it, you know, and then Major League Baseball is having a fit that there was a foreign owner. I don't think they would care now because I think they need investment, you know. And, uh, you know, and then they had to bring – I read a book about it. It was a mess. But uh, I think it just came down to the people in Nashville had the money that they wanted to, you know. And let's be honest, I'm – I want to go to Nashville because I think Nashville would just be a cool city to go to. There's a lot of stuff to see. There's got to be good uh, bars to go to. You know, it'd be a great uh, a road. It'd be a great road trip experience for a visiting fan, uh, just because Nashville is a cool city. But I think yeah. the Nashville, I think the Nashville sporting public, that's just the way they are. I mean, I think they support their teams, but they just don't jump in right at the beginning and buy a lot of tickets. Because look how, you know, look at the Predators, and they're successful now. But it was, uh, you know, they did have their speed bumps along the way, and they, I don't think, uh, I think a lot of people wanted to go, and they went. They just didn't buy season tickets. So, I, I mean, it's nice to have the season tickets because you already have that, that base that you can build on. But, you know, if they still managed, and they drew well in the USL, uh, you know, they definitely want to do more than they did in the USL, but they they drew well in the USL, so they have a, a fan base. You know, now you just got to build on on that base. Uh, but you know, this the city thing, it'll or the stadium thing, it'll get done. Whether it's going to be delayed, I I don't see it not getting done. Just but how stadium deals tend to go, I think ultimately. Uh, I think this guy likes is a race fan, not necessarily a, a soccer fan, and I think that that might be part of it. So there might be a, a tug of war over that piece of property. But I think if you've done anything, I, w- I would rather see Nashville try to find it, unless I don't know what the real estate prices in, in Tennessee are uh, or in the Nashville metropolitan area, but I would rather – I don't know where their fairgrounds are located either, but – I think you'd be better served to have a stadium in the city, uh, and then that that experience just helps. You, you know, you're in the city, so you don't you can go to a pre-funk bar and do whatever, and then you're right, you just head on to the game. You're not having okay, now we got to figure out how we're going to get to the fairgrounds, you know, which could be outside of town or wherever. Uh, like if this if the you know, to use my own city as an example, they use the Washington State Fairgrounds, which is a, in a town called Puyallup. You know, and it's a Seattle team. I mean, that's 30 miles. You know, it's it's near Tacoma. So, and then if you did it in like in King County, that's in a in a smaller town, and that would be a nightmare to try to get to. You know, I don't mind going for the fair, but I'm not going to want to go to see a game. You know, 17 times a year. You know. Uh, so they, I like the, the model of having it in the city if you can do it. I mean, yeah. I understand prices are high, you know, and, and you got to deal with that. But you know, Columbus Crew's new stadium is going to be right down in their little stadium district, uh, which is essentially downtown, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, uh, Portland Stadium's right downtown. It's and it, it's uh, the thing I like. You know. You know the one thing that I think the Timbers did right when they remodeled uh, the old Civic Stadium and made it into a to uh, 
Providence, whatever they call it now, Providence Park. Or, but they kept the old baseball, the old facade out front. So they had that old reader board, uh, and it mm-hmm. just looks cool. And, you know, walking in. So, you know, hey, that's my one time. I'll probably say something good about Portland. But a broken clock is right yeah. twice a day. So... So they did that right, you know, and it's right downtown. Atlanta is essentially right downtown, you know. Uh, Toronto, it's not right downtown, but the, the transit in Toronto from, you know, downtown to the stadium is so easy. It's it's two stops, you know, from basically downtown from, like, where the, uh, the, the other arenas are. It's two stops on the train, so it's not – it's not hard to get there because when I went for the MLS Cup, you know, we we hit our pre-match bar and we did all our that stuff, and then hit the train two stops. You're there at the stadium, so it was cool. You know. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, you know, and LAFC's right downtown, so which ultimately I think that's going to be good for them and maybe not as good for the Galaxy because you know who wants to go to Carson if you don't have to. No offense to people <laughs> in Carson, but. It's not even so much the city, but the stadium's got in the middle of nowhere, uh, you know. So. Yeah, Boy, exactly. Well, you know, you, you know, you can't this go to. Yeah. Go ahead. You can't go to. Kind of in a truncated podcast, and we didn't get to do Ipswich Town, which is fine. We'll we'll get Chris yeah. on any other time. Um, next week we're going to talk about um, Saint Etienne. Huh. Nice, going to league own. Yeah, that'll work. Are we still on? Did I lose you? I'm logging back in to log back on. Okay. Sure. Anyway, that's part of the reason why I was doing it, because I was getting the notification that the connection was going weird. Um, we're going to talk that there's a there's a blog and a um, Twitter account for St. Etienne, the, the, well-known, uh, the well-known French club in Mm-hmm. In French history, and I contacted the guys. I'm like, listen, I want to talk about you guys sometime, and they want to do next week. So we're gonna oh, we're gonna yeah, hopefully, hopefully Negri used to play there. Yeah, and they've had some real great times. I did I did an article for them somewhere. I forgot where at this point. Oh, cool. It did Duffy. It's beginning to realize. I I, I know I, I know I give the age thing a little bit too much of a problem, but I was. I was Googling myself because uh, um, a big site wants me to write something for them. So I'm like, nice. okay, I, I could write, I could write something. I could write something. So I go and Google myself to make sure I've read, I haven't written it. And I go down a wormhole of my stuff going, damn. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's, wrong with that. It's, too, it's 2020 right now. I'm going, holy crap. I've been writing for 15 years now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn. No, that's good, man. I started writing when Matt Markstone was in high school. Yeah. There you go. He's six years younger than me, guys. <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah, and it's funny. My dad, my dad's like every so often I don't feel seventy five, and then the weather changes and my ankle goes to crap. <laughs> so yeah, well I got, I do have plantar fasciitis in one of my heels, so that's been fun. Yeah, yeah. and you've been on your but feet the, most of your life. Yeah, and that's actually that's when it feels the best when I'm on it and walking. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't yeah. hurt. Well, it hurts, but a little bit. But when I sit, like now. And then I get yeah. up and walk around. It's like, oh, God. But my Infinge rotator cup, it's all better. So, you know, I'll be back uh, pitching for the Mets anytime soon. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I can throw the ball to the dog now. We'll put it that way. So, yeah. You know, I've got trigger finger, and I have fi- I have only been able to fire a, ri- a hunting rifle for the last eight years. Let's make yeah. it seven because it's been – Really, seven since my dad rebuilt the guns, and I, I'm going. I'm like, wait a minute, this ain't right. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week, seven o'clock. We'll t- talk Saint Etienne, and I'm going to off also say this on here because Duffy knows this. He's a bad influence, and I want to thank him for it. <laughs> During the pre-pod last yeah. last week, I was bemoaning, oh, I don't want this. I don't want a Real Betis jersey because, you know, I'm not going to really write more than these two articles. I, As we're talking, I clicked on my phone and bought one on Amazon, not Amazon, mm-hmm. on eBay, and it was here two days later. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I essentially located all my shirts, and now I have a walk-in closet that's pretty much 90% soccer shirts. I had to move all my <laughs> other stuff out of the closet. So. <laughs> Yeah, other than the yeah. Sounder coats, they're in there too. But you know, other than that, this is pretty much all soccer shirts. I'm afraid the bars are gonna collapse under the weight, but not yet. So, no, yeah, I'm a bad yet. influence, and I'm gonna carry on. So, yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, I, we will <laughs> talk to you guys. We will talk to you guys again next week. All right, sounds good. <laughs>